Let's do it. All right, here we go. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Game Masters Under Dark, where three game masters get together to discuss your questions about running tabletop RPGs. Uh, as always, I'm Will, uh, joined by Matt R. Matt, how are you doing? Like the good adage of the great Saint Lizzo said, I'm feeling good as hell. <laughs> yes, good. I'm uh I'm I'm not, but you know, I'm tired. I've it's been a long day. Um, <laughs> right. And uh back with us this week, Matt H. Matt, how are you doing, bud? You can't see me, but I'm doing great. Eventually <laughs> I'll get a recorder that works <laughs> you're gonna get a recorder <laughs> that's what i was thinking it's, it's a called video a... recorder oh the camera one, oh, it's one, called a you know one of them fancy dancy video recorders you kids are talking about these days matt's gonna create the new intro <laughs> hey i was a bluebell in recorder karate as so a you child. are going to create the intro i'm expecting it. <laughs> right i i you know you've got until next week to get it done um <laughs> I, I know you can master that triangle i mean true Ding. Ding. Uh, <laughs> all right i'm gonna try to steer us back on topic before this goes any further down that rabbit hole um, this week's question um, is coming from the DM Academy subreddit, um, and the title of this one is, Our DM Won't Give Us Any Info on the Plot, uh, and this was done by Chris, uh, Leo 92 uh, So their post reads, so last night's session was the first time in a while I got very frustrated at a tabletop game. Here's a little context. Uh, it says, our DM, who is very green, is running a homebrew for us in a world they created. Our characters are all strangers in this land, so we have no idea how it all works yet, which is all very intriguing some of the time. Uh, so already, like, they're new. Maybe they were teleported there or were transported to this world somehow. Um, so they have very little info. Uh, however, the problem, uh, problem arises when we need more info on something plot-related. It seems like whoever the villain is, they only hire people who never ask questions. We still don't even know who the bad guys are after 10 sessions. Oof. Uh, whoever they are, they seem to be poisoning the town for some reason. We literally have no clue who, what, or why still. We just want the DM to throw us a bone. If we uh, interrogate the people with the poison, they all destroy the evidence, then immediately forget everything that would be useful info. Uh, sounds like in uh, Captain America when the Hydra agent ate the chiclet that was in his mouth that killed him. Chiclet? Um, that's what I call it. I mean, I guess it was like a fake tooth, but whatever. It definitely wasn't a <laughs> When I hear chiclet, I think chicken nugget. Oh, it was a cyanide caplet. There you cyanide go. nugget. <laughs> uh, over and over again, this happens. And considering we're strangers on this island we're at, we have to ask questions all the time, which always leads to the DM giving us vague and cryptic answers. Uh, he concludes it by saying the DM is open to feedback. So they're kind of curious, what information or what feedback would you give uh, a DM in this case? So uh, who would like this to one, start? Who would like to take that one? This one's weird. Um, so 
because I both I want to side with the DM a little bit. I like the mystery because I like solving a mystery, but it yes, seems yes. like the players are getting frustrated, and you don't want that when it comes to a mystery. <laughs> well, I think the frustration comes in uh, specifically where, uh, like you said, they're ten sessions in. Like it's one thing I feel like if you're two or three, and then maybe you find out, but I feel like ten sessions in. And you consider most people probably play for two to four hours and you're not getting any kind of info. That's a lot of play time not to have any. Maybe. Yeah, I guess. It, I mean, there's some variables here that kind of makes it a little hard to answer because I'm like, I don't one like you play 10 sessions, but like, I don't know what kind of information you're getting out of those 10 sessions. Perhaps you are like solving smaller mysteries to a larger mystery throughout the session. And then by the time you get to the end of it, you're just like, well, now we just have more questions. <laughs> you know, I, so I'm like, I kind of, if I had to get advice, I would say um, for the DM to, yeah, have the players have a win a once in a while because it does seem like they're getting bogged down on the, uh, on having just a constant unknown mystery. Like, to give them something maybe even a red herring to chase for a little while if you really wanted to play into that mystery thing. But, like, it, it just does really does seem like they are kind of getting tired of the uh, constantly being, constantly looking for answers that are not really taken to any real conclusion. Yeah, what I mean, what would you say? Well, and I, real quick, Matt, before you go, uh, I actually really like the first comment that was on here because it reminds me of something you guys told me, uh, which is tell the DM to play in scenes, not stories. A lot of new DMs fall into the trap of trying to plan out an awesome campaign. Well, when you're planning out several sessions in advance, you can miss a lot of little and important moments that weren't expected. Uh, a good way to get around this is only playing for the session you're running. Don't write out a story because players won't follow your script. Write scenes that you can integrate into the gameplay as needed. Um, there's a little bit more to that com to that one comment, but I remember you guys telling me that because I was like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do this and this. And you guys were like, yeah, but what if we do this? And I was like, oh, no, I don't have a plan for that. <laughs> um, and so... Um, I feel like we're, you know, you're right. I agree, Matt. I think we need a little more information um, to, for that. But I do think that's like really good advice uh, because it's, it's something that I was given personally um, from you guys is that the DM might be planning uh, uh, what you guys told me. You're not writing a book. Yeah. And that may be what this DM is doing. So they're missing in their mind the players are supposed to go from a to b to c and the players are like but we're at like 1a and we're not going to move to b until we find out more info um at least how that's how it kind of sounds to me uh matt what do you what do you think just based on the info that we do have so <clears throat> oh excuse me mysteries are definitely great um there is some stuff at the beginning of a session, especially if you're running a very like mystery intrigue 
uh, gumshoe heavy story. Like you obviously don't want to give all your players all of the information at the beginning. That being said, with games like that, you sort of have to give this slow trickle of information to where characters and players can sort of start building a web or a case out of all of the clues that you've given them. If it is a mystery and you don't give them any clues and nothing's going anywhere, it ceases to become a mystery and it just becomes a whole lot of people that are surrounded by events that don't understand them, which is a very much so a different thing than a mystery game itself. You should never have your players feel like they are in a situation that no matter what they do, they just won't understand what's happening. That's not fun for the players. That's obviously not fun for the characters. And it only serves you as the uh, DM to be like, wow, look how smart, look how big of a brain that I have. And you guys can't figure out what's going on. You, you never want to put your players in a situation like that because it looks incredibly self-serving and you don't want to do that as the DM. So I guess the biggest piece of advice that I would have for this DM is no matter what you are doing especially being a new DM, you sort of have to figure out your play style because it very much seems like this is sort of a mystery-oriented game. Sometimes you just have to sort of spoon-feed your players what's going on because after, I would say, the second session, if your players are just sort of spinning their wheels and they're just like, hey, we don't know what to do, we don't know what's going on, then you don't really have a game anymore at that point. If there's no clear goal to work towards, then your players are just going to sort of twiddle their thumbs until the next thing happens. Yeah, And if they're constantly doing that, that gives them no motivation or drive to even figure out what's going on. Like if they're on an island and a whole bunch of this weird stuff's going on and they can't figure it out, me as a player, I would be looking for the first ship off of that island <laughs> to be like, okay, we can't figure out what's going on here. You're not helping us. I want to leave this island and go somewhere else where I would actually have fun. Because... Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Like, but, but that's just me, but it doesn't sound like your players are having fun in this scenario. And I, I kind of think that this kind of has something to do a little bit with what we said in the puzzle episode that we had not too long ago, where if, if a players are like stuck at a puzzle, 
uh, yeah, you, like Matt just said, you kind of have to either give it to them or um, what I would do, what I like to do is when players give me a good, just a good story bit, just like, oh, wait a second, that rabbit is her pet. And maybe I didn't write it like that. But if they like are confident like that and they come at you with that kind of energy, sure, of course it is. It's been her pet the whole time. You solved part of the mystery. And then myself as a DM would just be like, okay, what does that mean? And then later in my notes, I'd, I'd make a mystery about it. And like, they would have a clue. They would have a clue. And that's, I think that's when it comes to mystery games, you gotta, you gotta give them this, it's kind of like a give and take. You're giving them stuff, and then when the once they kind of have have something figured out, you just give them a little extra mystery in there. It's like it's you got to be subtle with it, otherwise, just piling on the mystery can be overwhelming. Yeah, and I think I can't remember where I heard this from. It might have been one of you guys or from one of the million videos I've watched. But one of the things that they um, they're talking about new dms is remember that you're playing this game with your care your your players not against them mm-hmm. so uh the first thing that came to mind when you guys were talking about spoon feeding clues was um the like if you had the dragon uh oh my god like the dragonborn dlc for skyrim you're approached by these cultists and when you when you when you kill them you can loot their bodies and there's like a scroll that's like hey go take this guy out and then report back to this island. And then like you get a quest marker and saying, hey, go check this place out. And then when you get there, like there's other side quests and things to do, but it was kind of like a, hey, uh, very much what people players do anyways, loot the body, look for information. Well, who's to say that there isn't a scroll that maybe, or, or something like that, that isn't signed by somebody? Yeah. Or, you know, it just it seems like the DM though is like really keeping them away from that kind of stuff. So I don't even think they would put it on the body. And maybe not, but um, I think that's that's one of those things where you like maybe they hire a young guy who doesn't know any better, and they kept the yeah. info with them instead of destroying it like they should have. And oh, yeah, yeah. And like like instead of it being like a grizzled veteran who's trying to take care of you guys. Now it's like some kid, and ooh, you feel kind of bad, but maybe you don't kill them. Maybe you knock them unconscious, and you still are like searching his pockets, and maybe you find something. You know, it doesn't always have to lead to to murder. <laughs> um, so I think that um, you, you, there is some information I feel like we might be missing, but I know as a new DM, that was something I was really bad about. Um, is writing a novel like i want the story to go this way and ultimately it's not up to me where that goes it's up to you guys i can introduce elements based on what's already happened and then it's up to you guys to run with it you know what i mean i i i've i've gotten a lot better about that i would say personally but i know I've, i fell into this trap especially the first few times i ran anything is I wanted it to go a specific way. And if it didn't, I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> in, de- in defense of the uh, 
DM mm-hmm. fighting a little bit devil's advocate here mm-hmm. is uh it's entirely possible that they have given you all the clues that you need. Um, but that said, maybe the party's just not picking up on it. And I think that's where the DM just needs to be like, oh, look in your inventory. Look what you picked up. Remember? And like really jog their memory about things because, I mean, if you're playing a game, it sounds like, I mean, they're played it for 10 sessions. I would imagine there's been some kind of discovery. And if there really hasn't, then I just think, I don't know. I feel like I feel like we are missing parts of this, this context to where it's, it's kind of hard to be like, I don't know where the problem would be. I just know as a DM, um, you got to you got to read your players. And so from this one player's perspective, they are not having a great time. And so it's just maybe, maybe the mystery route wasn't the great idea. (laughs) Maybe that wasn't uh, what they intended when they first made a character. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, there's, um, you know, there's, there's a lot that can, they can go into this, um, you know, I, I know when I was reading this, I thought it was interesting from both the player who wrote this and the DM's perspective, because like you said, it's possible the clues were there and they didn't pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it that could have just been maybe how it was presented. Yeah. You know, I, I know a lot of times when I do stuff, I'm like, oh, really? Wink. Like, I try to make it like, this is a clue. Wink. Yeah, yeah. Um, like if I want my players to like discover something and maybe they're not picking up on it, like I'm not gonna end that scene with they just don't discover it. <laughs> I'm like yeah. either gonna make it more subtle and increase the subtlety until it's almost obvious, <laughs> or just say it y- y'all missing it. It's right there. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think either way is uh, is wrong. Um, I-, I like. I like both ways. Um, me personally, I'm not, you know, for the sake of uh, at least when we play, we don't always have a ton of time. So it's kind of like, here's the obvious hint, wink, wink. Like, let's, yeah. let's Time's move like on. Let's move factor on. in this too. Yeah. So like, if they're having. I don't um, know. Maybe they might be playing one hour sessions. They've technically only played 10 hours. Yeah. And maybe there's not a lot to discover in an hour i don't know maybe somebody talked to the to the barkeep for too long and <laughs> it was just fun and then they didn't discover anything i don't know yeah and well and that's um that that's kind of um always something to, to look at as well as um it's time i i agree i would love to have more info um to really be able to answer this question but i thought it was interesting like like I said on its own merits and that just taking it for the info we do have 10 sessions of no info is a long time yeah mm-hmm. and that and that um wouldn't seem like progression i think info ten, 10 sessions of progression is i feel like they're they're frustrated at there's no progression yeah like two or three sessions that that can sometimes happen if you're information gathering but 
at 10 yeah like we should at least have a name or maybe a building that we can search or yeah. <laughs> uh, uh you know a location just like we have to head in this direction or something like that i like um, i i like the idea of having a sandbox world when it comes to role-playing games um because i mean i mean who doesn't you can now I have the freedom to go do whatever I want is great. But in the context of like, you are playing with several other people and they also want to do whatever they want. The DM kind of has to group that need and that want of what the group wants to do into a singular idea. And so it suddenly becomes a sandbox world. Yeah, but also... <laughs> A little bit of pushy like you gotta go this way <laughs> if you guys all want to have fun you gotta go this way <laughs> well I, I know um and matt i know we haven't let you talk so i apologize um it's all good. <laughs> after this one thing we'll, we'll we'll i'll let you go but it reminds me a lot of ways in the grand theft auto games and and by that i mean when you talk about a sandbox world like you can go to like a weapon shop or a car shop and there are going to be things there but then there's always things that are like blacked out and it's like Oh, you need to progress further in the story to get this this particular item. And I feel like the same can be done in a tabletop game in that, okay, if you want to progress in the story, uh, if you want this particular item or you need this particular bit of info, like you got to be, like you said, nudged in that direction. Oh, I really want that. Okay, well, if you want that, we need to go here. And it sounds like the problem the players are having is you're not telling us which direction to go. Like, we'll go there. Mm-hmm. Just tell us. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you're, like I said, I apologize. We haven't let you talk here in a minute. Uh, I, I forget when I can't see you sometimes. That you're <laughs> <laughs> All good. There, but uh, what do you think? I mean, your, your thoughts. I never forget about you, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> so when it comes to games like this, from what I've noticed is when some characters get bored, when they can't figure out the story or like what direction they're supposed to be going in, they will start to try to create their own narrative and their own drive for different things. Um, Like if you're trying to set up this big mystery and it's 10 sessions in and nothing's coming from this mystery, they might try to say like, okay, this mystery is going on. We're not making any progress in this. Here's something I want to do. And I'm going to start pursuing what I want to do. And then if we figure something else out about this mystery, then we'll come back to it. But since you're not giving us anything to play your story and we're trying to, and you're not giving anything for it, like, we're going to start playing my story now. <laughs> yeah, which, I've played that it, game. <laughs> which is something that, like, I'll be honest, this is something that I do. Mm-hmm. Where if we're trying to figure out something and it's not happening, and I'm trying, I'm trying my best, <laughs> but you're just not giving me anything, guess what? My character is going to open up a shop. Mm-hmm. like no matter what sort of character i am or i'm creating a mercenary guild or i'm trying to become a noble in the area or something 
there's going to be a story there whether I have to create it or not. So if that is not what you want to have happen in your game, you have to start giving your players something that they can latch on to so they can start running with a plot and running with a narrative or you're eventually going to get to the point where your characters aren't going to care anymore about what you're trying to do and then they're going to start doing what they want to do. And if you're not prepared for that, that could easily you know, topple a game and bring it to a grinding halt because your players, they've tried and you're not giving them anything. So they're just going to go and do their own thing because you're not really giving them much of a choice anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's something that you have to keep in mind. Yeah, I, I like. I, I did that in your game, Will, a little bit. I that was just me rolling bad. You weren't not giving me anything, but uh, <laughs> I was just te rolling terrible to where my character just wasn't perceiving what he needed to, <laughs> and so because of that, I just didn't find the clues I wanted, and so because of that, I was just like, you know what, I'm my character is going to a party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that one was um, was kind of interesting. Like I, uh, for for context, um, I told you guys this because we're we're past it now. Like I was like, yeah, there's, I like the party thing was different. I was not prepared for that. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm not finding what I what I need to find. So this is what my character would do. <laughs> yeah, and um, ultimately uh, it led to some backstory type events. Yeah. You rolled with it. You did very well with it, I think. And even so, though I didn't find that information, you still in, put some plot in there to where it still felt like there was threads for me to follow. Yeah, even and I would, like I went off and totally did my own thing away from what you wanted, but you you found a way to loop it right back to where you wanted it. Yeah, and and I and I will say that um, even two, three months ago. I would not have been able to do that. I I, I would have been like, oh, you know what I'm yeah. getting from anyways. Um, and, and so I do think that um, if if the situation is as written uh, by the player, that that is something a lot of new DMs do. I see that a lot when I'm going through, especially the the DM Academy subreddit, because a lot of it is uh, people who are newer that have questions, and I see that a lot where they're like, my players just aren't getting X. And a lot of the advice is like, well, how are you presenting that? You know, what are you giving them things to, to pull on? Uh, like you said, threads to pull on. And I think um, ultimately, like I said, the advice I, I, I would give, because um, I think we've kind of hammered out most of everything on this, is like what you guys told me, as a new DM, do not write a book. <laughs> if you want to write a book, that's fine. But that's not what you should be playing. Uh, you know, your your care your players are gonna do wild things and uh, like what what Matt said with his character, he just was rolling bad and he ended up with uh, sort of like a girlfriend, which was not where that was gonna go at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so you know, um, kind of the the same thing with Matt's character though. When I did his one on one session, 
he actually was rolling okay, but you know, it, it didn't really lead too much, but eventually he got enough where he, I feel like got more information, but he wasn't the detective kind of character like yours was. So once he got what he needed, he's like, cool, I'm out. Bye. And you know, you were trying to gather more info. Neither way is wrong. And I think that's the nice thing is that if you present the information to your characters, you're going to have those players that are like, look, I'm here to just, let's knock this out and let's go about it. You're going to have others that are going to want to role play. And you can sometimes reward the party as a whole for good role play. I will say that. So, you know, just give them that little bit to nibble on <laughs> and see where they go with it. Let it, uh, let it go. <laughs> as somebody who has ran a game that was based off of a book that I did right um when i ran it as a game it did not turn out how the book was and it turned out i think a little bit more unique more personal to the characters that were involved and the players that were involved um and i don't think it was bad at all but definitely if i would have followed followed what i had written beforehand i don't think i would have i don't think we would have came up with uh as many memorable moments as what did inevitably happen inevitable personal moments for both myself and the players yeah so you know yeah that's that's good like the book is nice to have like for reference but yeah you, you, play gotta, you gotta be able to uh just like think on your feet and let the players have some input on it. <laughs> uh, Matt, any any uh, kind of closing thoughts? I think, like I said, we've kind of hammered out a, a lot of this uh, this subject here. Uh, any any closing thoughts? Uh, notice when your players are starting to get frustrated when it comes to mysteries and not having enough information and try to figure out a narrative way how to get them that information that one makes sense and two also feels satisfying for them yeah is my is my biggest thing never just feel like okay you big group of dummies you couldn't figure it out so here's the that's answer exactly what i call you guys <laughs> group hey, of dummies. but try to figure out a way how to get them that information that makes it feel like the players and characters are good at what they're doing even if they might not be yeah. So just you got to throw them a bone every now and then, even if you think it's the most obvious thing in the world, like somebody with a sign on them that's like, hey, I'm putting poison in all the wells. And they're like, I wonder who's putting poison in the wells. Like they keep failing perception checks. <laughs> yeah. And you've <laughs> got to figure out a way how to get them that information without being like, listen here, you big dumb jokers, like, here it is. And I'm having to tell you it because you're so dumb. Don't do that. But figure out a way how to get that info to them 
in a way that makes sense and just in a way that you can keep playing the game. Mm-hmm. So that that's really all I got. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes oh, Lord, my dogs are going crazy. Um, sorry, totally random. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's late here. It's almost midnight. So um, got to take care of that. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so that's kind of our, our sorry, I'm rambling. Um, that's kind of our, our thoughts on this subject for this week. Um, like I said, I know it, this wasn't the easiest one to answer, but I think it's kind of why I wanted to, to go over it. It's There's a lot of intricacies that go into mystery telling, uh, mystery storytelling in TTRPGs. And, um, you know, especially when you're new, um, I, I found that out with Dragon Heist, I think. Like sometimes it's a little more then you bite off a little more than you can chew because setting up a good mystery is hard. <laughs> um, that doesn't mean, you know, you're like a, you're a bad DM or anything. Like, it's just hard. We all think we can, you know, I said it before in several shows and I'll say it again. I definitely didn't think it was as hard as Matt made it out to be until I was doing it. And I was like, Oh dear God in heaven. Um, <laughs> so, you know, um, I, I think when whatever you, you know, this group or any group, if you're having a DM where you need to have this discussion, um, my, my thought, have some empathy, um, unless you, uh, especially because a lot of times um, you may not be a DM yourself, you just, you really don't understand how hard it can be to set up a good story. So just understand that they could be a DM for, uh, you know, uh, the entirety of their time. Maybe they're just burnt out, and so they didn't put in as much effort as they normally would. Um, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. So have empathy and understand that sometimes, man, it just, you know, they just need a little bit of a break. So uh, that's, that's everything I think for, for this week. Um, as always, guys, if you uh, enjoy the show, like, uh, leave comments, subscribe. Um, we do try to put uh, the videos out by 12 p.m. Eastern uh, every Friday. Um, you can follow us on Amazon Music, uh, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. Um, so we're, we're kind of on all the big platforms. Uh, we do have a Patreon. Uh, this is all linked below. And, um, you know, as always, guys, we hope you have a great weekend and uh, happy gaming. We'll see you guys next week. Adios. I'm drunk. 